welcome back, listeners, to Everywhere We Go, the home of all things FBL Draft. This week, let me introduce you to episode two in the World Cup special. Uh, me and Jose are chatting through all the upcoming World Cup groups, bringing a tactical analysis along with an outlook on fantasy football. Although FBL will be taking a break over the World Cup, I'm sure many of you will be playing the official FIFA Fantasy. If not, then I'm sure we'll all be watching, even if you're taking a well-deserved break from Fantasy. This World Cup has really come around the corner out of nowhere, so listening to these will allow you to brush up on the info about all the teams. Don't know the name of Qatar's Football Academy? Or want to know Ochoa's actual club team? We've got you covered. Joining me in the room and throughout all these exclusive episodes, it's Jose. How's it going, man? Good, mate. Yeah, I'm I'm currently wearing my Mexico shirt in preparation for this episode. You are indeed. Yes, mate. It's I'm a nice it's a nice kit. Yeah, we always produce the best kits, but we don't miss. Talking of uh, of kits, what is your favorite ever World Cup kit? Ooh, I think Mexico Mexico's quite famous for the 98 World Cup kit, the one that like it's quite basic like you see a lot of these people wearing them out this is not a personal attack on you if you own the kit it's just it's become <laughs> okay <laughs> it's become very very like common to see about um but i actually like the mexico weight kit from the last world cup nice. and the mexico weight kit from this world cup i think they're bangers yeah for me i would go for this is kind of weird but i'm i like all the dutch kits a lot i think they're nice Brazil kits are classic. Um, although this, the one this year kind of sucks. La Sal. But the, my one of my favorite ones, actually, I don't know if it's related to the to the circumstance, but the um, the France away kit in tw- in two thousand and six. You know the one that has that like sort of like uh, red and blue design. The one that Zidane got sent off in. Oh really? I love That's that. Quite kit. a rogue. I really choice. really like that <laughs> kit. Um, so yeah, if anyone's anyone's selling one for cheap, then hit me up. Uh, this week though, or this day. Well, this episode, this episode, listeners, we've got Group C coming your way. That's Poland, Saudi Arabia, Argentina, and Mexico. The group of the champion. The group of the... Yeah, the future champion, Mexico. Oh, no, yeah. right, right, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, why don't we just dive in right away with the... With the should we leave you to last or, leave, or bring you in first? Um, up to you. Let's go for Mexico first, then. <laughs> this is only the beginning So, Jose, Mexico, yeah. this is going to determine your emotional state for the next month. Of course, yeah, no, I. it's quite well known amongst people around me that when Mexico does well, right. I become the best mood <laughs> in the world. But when Mexico loses, I go into a depressive episode. It's kind of... <laughs> and how do you think your emotional state is going to be this month? It's not looking great. Oh, um, no. Yeah, it's... El Tri have had quite a turbulent qualifying campaign. Okay. I'll, um, I'll just leave it at that. It's no, uh, don't leave it at that. Uh, if they want to know. <laughs> no, well, yeah. It's, I'm uh, here to point. I'm here to point at the holes here. Of course, sorry. We're we're the thirteenth uh, ranked team in the world. Nice. And we we even had a shot at being in the pot one teams at one point. Right. Uh, but Portugal ended up qualifying. Yeah. The uh, best result we've ever had has been quarter, the quarterfinals, which is known in Mexico as the Quinto Partido, mm-hmm. or the fifth game, which we have only gotten there in home World Cups. Right. So in 86 and 70. Mm-hmm. But we've been in every World Cup. We're quite consistently getting out of our group always. It's quite annoying that we have Argentina in this group because they, they constantly beat us. <laughs> like they literally kicked us out of the 2006 and 2010 World Cup. Yeah. Uh, so they've already broken my heart twice. Might be a third time. Um, <laughs> but so your form's not great. And why is that? What's going wrong with the team at the moment? To be honest, I think it's just 
there's a toxicity around Mexican football teams. Right. And the media and everyone just seems to want the manager to do badly. Uh-huh. And obviously I just try to support the team, but like we we lost twice two finals <laughs> to the US recently, the final of the Nations League and the final of the Gold Cup. So that must have been that must have hurt. Yeah, no, it really hurt. We finished second in qualifying to Canada as well. Um, we're the team doesn't seem to be scoring a so lot what, of goals. So it's the goal. Is the goal scoring is the issue? Yeah, we seem to be creating a lot of chances, having a lot of possession because that that's how Tata likes to play. Right. Uh, Tata Martino is <laughs> our manager. Yeah. So we play like a classic four three three where we press a lot. So for example, we're in ninth, the ninth percentile for PPDA. That's passes allowed uh, for a defense mounting attack. Cool. So we're we l- allow the le- very low amount of passes so we press really really highly yeah we're right, not okay. we're just not getting the goals <laughs> it's kind of it's so, quite annoying so like, then in fantasy then so so who's going to be starting up top for you um that's also the thing that w- the team has been very consistent throughout this world cup cycle but two of our three best players and an, of our three forwards are injured so raul jimenez hasn't played in a while and he might be fit in time for the world cup but he probably won't start the first game right um, and Corona has been ruled out for the World Cup. Ah, but Lozano's about. Lozano's in flying form as well. He's okay. he's been he Napoli are first place in Serie A and, yeah. and he's been a big part to do with that. Amongst his position, uh, he's in the 87th percentile for non-penalty XG. Oh. His goals and assists per 90 for Napoli are uh, 0.68, which is pretty good that's great yeah he's really coming into the world cup he plays on the does he play on the wing for you yeah he plays he'll play in the left okay um usually he would be on the left to raul jimenez yeah but um this world cup we might start rogelio funes mori okay uh which he he's had a decent season for monterey Mm -hmm. but um for mexico he's he's not been very good i mean he scored yesterday against iraq yeah, um, but Lozano. Sorry, just going back to Lozano. Lozano's only six million in fantasy. Yeah, he might, he's definitely a shout. Like he, he's the one that won us a game against Germany. Yeah, uh, in the last World Cup. We we mentioned Ochoa at the top of the show. He's obviously a World Cup cult hero. Yeah, no, he's San Memo. He's a saint <laughs> in Mexico. Like everyone loves him. He yeah. plays for the the team I hate, which is Club America. Right, I, I despise them. But he still, I still love him somehow. <laughs> so would you def- would you consider getting any Mexico defenders in? Obviously, you've got Argentina, Poland, and Saudi Arabia. I would actually, because apart from the game against Argentina, we might keep two clean sheets. I generally mm. believe that. Um, and the players to get would maybe be um, Jorge Sanchez, uh, Hector Moreno. Um, yeah, Jorge Sanchez, sorry, that was awful pronunciation, uh, <laughs> is uh, four million in the game. Yeah, that is um, a steal. He was bought. He actually uh, plays for Ajax nowadays. Um, he's quite young. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he'll he'll probably be our starting left back. Uh, sorry, right back. Nice. I mean, I'm sure we could, you could talk about Mexico till the cows come home, but we'll get to them at the end yeah. of the episode. Okay. <laughs> uh, moving on though. Oh, wait. Um, one last tidbit. Uh, just fantasy tidbit. Um, yeah. Right now, because Corona is not going to be playing. Uh, Alexis Vega will be playing for the for Mexico on the right side. Cool. So opposite Lozano. Um, if you're really looking for budget, apparent he might be a really good shout because, like, he's been linked with Liverpool in these last few days, and he's been underperforming his advanced stats for Chivas, despite also getting a zero point five 
uh, goals and assists per 90. Nice. So, yeah. Definitely one to look at. He could have a very good World Cup and get that big move. Sweet. Uh, Let's move on, though, to Poland. So, well, Poland. Yeah. How do you think this team will do? Should I be scared? So Poland are an interesting team. They've played in eight World Cups. Their highest place, uh, their highest finish being third in 1974 and 1982. They rank 26th overall in the international rankings. Um, but this is a damning stat. Since that third place finish in 82, they've not made it out of the group stage. Wow. Uh, so obviously Lewandowski, captain and penalty taker. Uh, set piece taker is Pietro um, Zielinski. So over the last six games, they've lost three, drawn once and won twice. However, the three losses ki- did come against Belgium and the Netherlands. So, you, you know, you get a biscuit for that. Um, they finished second in qualifying behind England with 20 points, which is quite strong. Um, but, you know, this team is uh, its kind of a classic. Uh, like, they, they, they're they not going to try and dominate possession. They're going to operate with a low block. Um, they, rank, they rank in the 96th percentile in terms of balls won in their own final third. Oh, wow. So they're defending quite deep. Yeah, they're defending deep. With the ball, they operate with a 3-4-2-1, but they go back to a back five without the ball. Transition moments are key for them. They're going to break away with pace. So they're a counter-attacking team. Um, I'm a little bit worried for them in this group, to be honest. I, I don't like the look of them. I mean, I mean, Argentina, Mexico will sort of play into their hands, and yes, they could get a yeah. result against Saudi Arabia, but this team, it's tough to find or see assets, fantasy assets in this team. And just general goal scorers for them, aside from Lewandowski. I mean, obviously, I will say, should have Lewandowski in your team in, in this fantasy. He's 10 mil, yeah, but he scored nine goals in his last nine games in Poland. I mean, he's got 13 goals in 14 appearances for Barcelona this season. As nailed on to get a goal as anyone else in the tournament. He also leads Poland in assists over the last nine with four. I mean, he is the team. Oh, God, that that sounds scary. So, <laughs> so you have... I, that, I know. So, so, so you, I think you just have to have him in your team. Chesney, obviously, nailed on goalkeeper... However, they've only in their last 18, they've only kept five clean sheets. So this is the thing with them. I don't like teams that operate low blocks but then aren't keeping clean sheets. Yeah, that makes no... It's, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's, not, it's not good about inviting all that pressure and then just failing to keep... I mean, maybe they can win some games 2-1, etc. But I, I don't love the look of it. One thing is, um, if you're really looking for a midfield asset, um, Linetti, uh, Linetti plays uh, is 5.5 mil in fantasy. Yeah, I think I think Lewandowski is the one to look for. But apart from that, um, I, I, it's kind of tough pickings for them. Anyway, though, let's move on to some one of the front runners of the tournament, Argentina. So Jose, the arch enemy, Argentina. Yeah, they compared to the last World Cup, they had a quite like a smooth qualifying and like World yeah. Cup period because last time they nearly didn't qualify and and there's always seems to be some drama with this team, but, but for for this World Cup process, it's been kind of drama free. Yeah, I feel like they're always full of some tumult, like some bit of chaos in their squad, yeah. but but they've been doing really well recently, haven't they? Yeah, they seem to have found definitely a groove. They're the third ranked team behind Brazil and Belgium. Nice on a thirty match unbeaten run. Whoa! The last time they lost was in the semi-finals of the Copa America in twenty nineteen. Oh my god! Yeah, they're they're kind of flying. Yeah, <laughs> they, um, they've 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 only failed to qualify once since nineteen fifty eight in Mexico seventy. Uh, and they've won the World Cup twice before in 1978 uh, so, in so, home. 
So the one time that Mexico did well in the World Cup is when Argentina wasn't in it. <laughs> well, one of the times. One of the times. The other time they won. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. <laughs> Swings and roundabouts. The other time they did win it. Um, in in the last World Cup, they got knocked out by France in the last 16. Yeah. Uh, it was quite a good game. If you remember, like a 3-2. Yeah. And the obviously the 2014 final. Um, but so t- t- talk to me about this manager. So their manager is uh, Lionel Scaloni. Right. Um, Sounds like a Sopranos character. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally. I think uh, (laughs) he must. He must. That's where they took him from, probably. (laughs) Okay. So what? They wrote. They got a scriptwriter instead of a manager, (laughs) (laughs) just to finish Messi's (laughs) career. So he used to be a player. Actually, played with Messi in the 2006 World Cup. Uh Uh, One of his six caps came against Mexico in that same World Cup, and uh, he took over after their coach, uh, Sampaoli. Uh, left who who was a Bielsa disciple. Right. Uh, he's currently managing Sevilla, um, and yeah, he 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 really likes playing the classic four three three. Cool. With inverted wingers, so Messi and Gomez will p- usually play as inverted wingers, pressing quite highly and keeping a lot of the ball. Uh, they're in the eighty fifth percentile for possession, and they averaged around fifty nine percent per ninety. So they're really embodying the sort of... Because I feel like when, when I've watched Argentina in the past at World Cups, they haven't been as dominant in games which you should be. But now they're sort of taking a hold of the game. Yes, of course. Yeah, they... they also, their defense has really stepped up. They've only conceded twice in eight games Ooh, in nice. 2022. So they, they've kind of... The, the thing with Argentina had always been kind of... They always had really good individuals. Yeah. But not such a good team. And even though the individuals for this World Cup might not be in comparison to the Kunagueros, tend to play more as a team and a right, better okay. football. So, I mean, players to look at here, you've obviously got, you know, the GOAT. Yeah, the GOAT. Well, yeah, and that's the that's the big thing, that in Argentina, Messi has always had to compete against Maradona in terms of public discourse. Right. Because despite Mar- Messi having the most caps and most goals for Argentina, yeah. he's had 164 caps and 90 goals. Um, this might be his last World Cup, and obviously he hasn't won it. That's the the only place he's trailing Maradona. Him and... Uh, so he's 10.5 mil in the game. Yeah. Mbappe's 11.5 mil. I mean, he's he's not even the most expensive player, but surely he's the like the best player... In, well, apart from maybe Haaland, the best player in the world right now. He's Yeah, he's really in form. 11 goals and 14 assists in 17 oh appearances. And for Argentina this year as well, he's been in flying form in 0.97. Uh, so nearly one goal plus assists per 90 for Argentina. Yeah. Obviously, he's in pens and yeah. Any other players that you should pick up here? Um, I think Lautaro Martinez. So he's their starting striker. Yeah. Um, this So far this season, he's had eight goals and four assists for Inter. Nice. And he plays, again, really well for Argentina, getting most of those messy assists. Another one as well, City's Julian Alvarez, just 6.5 million. Mm-hmm. He he won't start over Lautaro, but mm. um, he might be able to feed those scraps at the end of the game. Yeah. And in, and in defense for Argentina, you want to look out for uh, Christian Romero, Nicolas Atamendi, uh, Tagliafico, and maybe Nahuel Molina. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely scared of them as a rival. and <laughs> But I, 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 I back us to get a result against them. <laughs> okay. yeah. uh, let's move on, though, to the big guns. It's Saudi Arabia. Let me go your way. I'm 
So, Will. Yeah. How are you? How are you backing the Saudis? Um. So, poor them for being in this group. It's a tough group, I will say. Um. But you know, uh, since looking into them, they played in six World Cups. Their highest finish coming in 1994 when they reached the round of 16. They're 51st overall in the international rankings. They failed to qualify in 2018. However, they they did pretty well in their um in their qualifying this year. They actually topped the group over Japan, which is quite interesting. Their manager, Herve Renard, has won the AFCON twice with two different teams. The only person oh. to do that, Afri- the Ivory Coast and Zambia. Uh, and he's also managed Morocco. So he's got some experience in these sort of, this sort of caliber of a side, which is really good. Uh, their captain, Salman Al-Faraj, is also their set-piece taker. Um, and on penalties, they've got Salam Al-Dazori, who we will get to later. Since 2019, they've lost just three times to Colombia, Japan, and Venezuela. Um, and they, as I mentioned, they finished the top of their of their group. But so... This is something that we'll, you know, you'll have to bear in mind with these sort of teams is that the competition they played against hasn't been at the highest caliber. Um, what are you saying about Uzbekistan, mate? Uzbekistan, oh. Palestine, Singapore, and Yemen. In terms of the way they play, they alternate between a four-three-three, a four-four-two, and a four-two-three-one. They um, kind of expected they rank fairly low in attacking percentiles: three percent for set piece efficiency, eighty-one percent uh, for distance of shots. Basically, means they take a lot of long shots, which isn't great um, unless you're on FIFA. <laughs> um, 45% for passes in the final third. So I think the most alarming thing of all that is the 3% for set piece efficiency. That needs to be higher if they're, if they're going to, if they want to take some points here, they're not going to have much of the ball and the teams they're playing against are, are fairly strong. I mean, the Poland, Saudi Arabia game will be, I don't know what's going to happen there. <laughs> um, but, but they'll need to take advantage of their, of their shooting situations. Um, I am not going to recommend you getting any um, defenders in. So with the forwards, um, they've got Fahad Al Mualad for four point five mil. Uh, could be a useful pickup for a third striker. He plays on the wing, and because they rotate their strikers uh, fairly often, could be an option as a consistent presence in that team. Over the last thirteen games, he leads the team with four goals and three assists. And then the aforementioned Salam Al Dazori, um, penalty taker, and has scored seven goals in his last thirteen, which is pretty good returns. But yeah, I do, I do, I'm do, a bit um, hesitant to recommend you getting in any of these players. Yeah, it's hard. It's harsh for them to start against Argentina as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on though to the roundup questions. So Jose, who's going to top this group? Oh, Let me, me guess. Yeah. <laughs> do you want me to answer with my heart or with my head? Uh, do both. Mexico for both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, I mean, I. No, you're a home. Realistically, realistically, it'll be Argentina. Yeah. But I've got to back Mexico, of course. I, I mean, as I was talking about all that negativity, I, I don't want to be a source of that. Yeah. I want to be positivity, so the team does well. They make me happy, and I don't make <laughs> the people around me uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, that's that's pretty fair, actually. I think that applies to a lot of people. Uh, who do you think will top of the group? I'm going to go for Argentina, obviously. When you support Wales, you just like good teams. So I'll They haven't been that good. I know, I no, but I'm, I'm excited for them to be good. I would. I mean, what would happen if, if Messi won the World Cup? Yeah, do you think La Pulga would can do it? I would love, I would love them to. I mean, it's going to be as we'll get to maybe in in our in our final preview episode where we round up all of this stuff. They're definitely in the conversation, and um, yeah, I think I think it'll be a really really big World Cup for them. Um, who is your sleeper pick? Who's your dark horse? Oh, uh, Mexico. Yeah, Mexico for all Obviously. answers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's just like I don't think uh, Poland sounds like that big a threat. And last World Cup, or rather in in 2014, yeah, we beat Croatia, 
to get out of the group. Last World Cup, we lost to Sweden. Yeah. Uh, so maybe like it's Mexico's just inconsistent. So yeah. that's the thing that we but consistent be, in the World Cup. Yeah, and and obviously like our manager managed Argentina, managed Barcelona, and Messi. Yeah. So I I think they kind of picked him specifically to beat or kind of <laughs> it ended up being masterfully like that we we got Argentina in the group. Yeah. Because we should be able to beat them if not anyone. Um, who do you think is your sleeper team? Even though I was kind of disparaging about them, I think it's probably going to be Poland. The one the one reason for this is if Lewandowski go, gets hot, then it will be... They, that's their game. And he, of all players in the world right now, he's one of those players which he could... If he manages to score five goals across the group stages and, you know, drag them to two wins or one win and two draws, then they could be, they could be there. But in terms of fantasy, that's why I'm saying just get Lewandowski in okay. and stick with him. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so that kind of links to my next question, uh, which is the best pick for fantasy. Mine's Lewandowski. Who's yours? Um, mine's Messi. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to be boring. It would be weird yeah. if we didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would. It has to be Leo. He's he, he's in flying form and yeah, and he's he's he knows what this means. Like yeah. he 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 wants this more than anyone. I feel. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Um, thanks, Hose. Next on your on the feed, uh, we'll be going to Group E. That is Japan, Germany, Spain, and Costa Rica. So keep an eye out for that one. Um, thanks, Jose. Thanks, Will. Thanks for listening, guys, and see you tomorrow. Bye.